What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code HAM for 10 bucks off your first purchase and use the promo code HAM at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Now to the segment. All right, Jimmy G. John throws above replacement. Uh, he was definitely better today. For anyone new to this, I've liked Jimmy G for a long time. I believed in him. I'd have paid him. We agreed. I didn't think he was great week one. I thought he was fine week two. I thought this was his best game. I don't know. I, I and that's I'm saying that without comparing the numbers. I'm not even bringing up numbers. Um, and I thought he was good. I thought week two was like on a different tier than week one. I thought he was much better. But I thought he was more fine than like really really good because I thought his false start and his interception were. Hard to forgive, but today was was really good. Um, I thought his def- yeah I'm, yeah go ahead re- respond your de- thoughts. I, I thought his defining attribute today was had nothing to do with like completions and just like the box score twenty three at thirty two for two hundred eighty yards. The picks whatever didn't define him. Now one of them's not on him really, and the second one, it's a tough one. It's 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 on him. He's a quarterback. He let the ball go. But on that play, and like many plays throughout the game, like what's the big knock right now on Derek Carr? I had a buddy that was there scouting the because they're playing the Minnesota for the Bears, scouting the uh, Vikings. And he goes, God, Derek looks frenetic. And it's like they were tweeting out these pictures, this uh, Vikings blog, like he just starts jumping around and no one's even around him. Well, the number one skill to be a high, high-level quarterback, and I think Rivers is so good at this, it really defined luck. Like, it took luck to another level. Is can you just stand in there when you see the guy. Like, not when you don't see him coming. It's when you see the guy coming at you, but you know that, like, your guy needs one more step before you release it. Mm-hmm. And the balls that that takes. There's a reason the guys make 25 to $35 million. And a lot of it's just sitting there. Well, that guy is six foot four, 260 pounds, running untouched right to hit you right a little below the chin because he doesn't want to flag, right? You know, in the chest. 
where you probably get this feeling where you can't breathe and you think you might die. And every quarterback, the top guys do it. And I thought Jimmy consistently did that today. Stood in there, made plays. The other thing he did, which has to drive Kyle a little crazy, but it's something that he just that he has that makes him, you know, when he's playing at a high level kind of special, is the Romo-like break a tackle, break a tackle, do a 360, kind of roll out and then look and then throw a ball and you go, oh! And the one that he did in the red zone, right, I think right before they fumbled, or maybe this was on the drive where they ended up scoring a touchdown, that, you know, uh, it was incredible. I thought he was sacked two different times, and he rolled out, and he still made a sweet play. And that's the type of stuff that, you know, what do they say, guy? You can't coach speed. You, you can't coach instincts, guy. You can't coach instincts. No, you know, you're right. You can't. You can't coach just seeing it, like just understanding how to just survive. Not necessarily. I'm not even talking about, like, reading defenses. I'm just talking about there's a guy running at me. Should I go down? Should I throw the ball away? Can I spin out of this and then get rid of the football? Like there was one where he gets away from the inter- from the uh, sack just to get rid of the ball and just airmailed it out of the back of the end zone. Um, but he did have a receiver in the area, so it wasn't grounding. So it was close. It was. It did feel kind of close, but the guy was there. And when he let it go, I'm like, oh god, please don't have anybody be in the back of the end zone. What is the number? Is the number different in college than the pros? Like, does it have to be within 20 yards? Is there, there is a, no number. It's just kind of just eyeball The halo? Yeah. yeah. Nah, there's no halo. There's just, yeah, he was, he was trying to throw so it's, to him. So it's, it's very, very subjective for the Very ref. subjective. And usually you get the benefit of the doubt. You just got to get it back to the line of scrimmage. Because you're really, I think the ref and the point of the sport is you're trying to keep these guys safe. Like, he's not just doing it for his health, right? I mean, he literally actually is doing it for his health. He's throwing it away because someone's going to kill him. He's not throwing it away to just throw it away. The other thing is when you're getting hit, it's tough. Like, oh, maybe the hit affected the throw. Yeah. But, yeah, there's no. But, no, you're right. I mean, he made the throws he had to make today, and then he made really good throws. Well, and, one some of the of, state- and some of them, like, like well, how about the touchdown to Dante Pettis? Just to well, throw the- that ball to trust Pettis, because Pettis made a great play. Well, one, it's pretty nutsy threw it to Dante Pettis. Clearly, the play was kind of designed for Dante Pettis. Or, if it was designed for Pettis, that was the only place Jimmy was going. So, I give Kyle, Jimmy, and just credit for even putting him in that situation because I would not have. Maybe they're like, well, they'll never think we're throwing it to 18. Because I wouldn't have either. I thought it was like, oh, who's getting the ball here? Kittle, Debo? Is, are they going to run a draw? I didn't know what they were going to do. But I never thought in a million years Dante Pettis. There was not one person, guy, not one human, that sat on their couch and when he released that ball, and the two Steeler DBs were right there, they didn't. It was not thinking interception, because it, it was like, oh, I, I thought he threw a pick, and it was, it, but it, it was perfectly timed. Like you said, the, the catch was actually better than the throw, and the throw was damn good. So I, it, it was all. I mean, it was a big time play. It, it really was in a spot where, and that's you know why we emphasize arm strength. Because we're talking about milliseconds, right? From the DB, even just t- a tip, not, not even a pick, just getting his hand on it. Because the the field in the in the end zone is much wider than it is long. You don't have that much space, so it's not like you can go vertical. You have to do a lot of those quick outbreaking or inbreaking routes. The other thing is on that touchdown was awesome. I mean, it's just that that final couple drives. The way I thought he played in the fourth quarter was excellent. Just under control. You just felt confident in him. He's hitting those like in-breaking middle-of-the-field routes in time and in rhythm, mm-hmm. just hitting guys in stride where they can. He's not really putting them in harm's way, right? He's not throwing them right where they're going to get lit up. 
he's throwing it where they can either make a play or just hit the ground. And I, I thought just down the stretch, he just looked like in complete control of the offense. Yeah. You know, I didn't – because I've been thinking, you know, when they got into a spot, the way he played the first couple weeks, and they were down, you know, late in the game. Would you have confidence that he could go 70? And I was like, uh, no. But today, by the time he got to that spot, I'm like, I feel pretty good that he'll be able to drive the field. I do too. I did. I felt through all the weirdness, I felt like they were going to win the game until they fumbled late. And then you're like, well, uh, and then they got the ball back. And then they used the entire clock. (laughs) I mean, they were, it felt like they were in the red zone for five minutes. Do they win the game if they don't get that turnover? I mean, it's hard to know. I see that's where, because they, I think their defense have played well. So I do think there's a good chance they get a punt, they get the ball back. And there's also a good chance they, at worst, force a field goal and are down six. But it would have been tough. I mean, they needed the holding penalty. I, I dropped a line on Twitter like, you know, everyone looks at the 49ers like they're an offensive franchise. This defense. And in the history of the Niners, their top teams always have top defenses. The team speed jumps out. The next play guy, they hit Juju over the middle, who everyone thought was slow coming yeah. out of college. And he goes like 90 miles an hour, walks into the end zone. I'm like, God, I, I shouldn't have tweet. I, I'm, I'm just, whenever I try to pull some shit like that, that always happens. Remember the knock on Juju, was he slow? Yeah. How about Christian McCaffrey? Oh, we'll get to McCaffrey. But did you see him just look like a sprinter today? No, he hauled ass too on yeah. a touchdown run. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I, I look. I think part of what we're seeing. I think. I think Jimmy's getting better every week. I do. Um, I'm optimistic that we see him in two weeks on Monday Night Football. Maybe he's making more plays than he made Sunday. Um. Clearly, he has trust in a number of guys, and I think one of the things you love is they just feel really balanced on offense. I think that allows him to make some play. Now they still do some things. Or, you know the fumble on the goal line on the with the motion, the jet sweep motion man running into the snap. I'm sure there's been an explanation of what that was. Um, while Kyle, we're talking while Kyle probably is talking, but um, you know, you know, a big moment in the game that where I for a split second thought they might lose. All of a sudden, the the television shows Witherspoon on a cart. Yeah, and Witherspoon had been making plays all game long. I just googled it or typed it into Twitter. He's having an MRI tomorrow on his foot. They don't believe it's serious. Okay. So maybe it's just like a foot sprain. Maybe it'll be okay. And then they went after Jason Verrett immediately, twice. And it was like, oh, my God. Because you just start thinking, well, every time they're going to get the ball, it's going to be bombs away on the left side, right? What are the what can the Niners do? There's nothing, there's nothing you can do. Because it felt like, does this guy have any business being on the field right now? That's the thing that crossed my mind. Like, does this guy just lost? Or is it just the, the – he hadn't really been on the field since 2017, like just because he's always been hurt. Think of just the jump from coming in mid-game off the pine and all these guys are already running warp speed. Mm. And then you're playing a team like the Steelers that do. Like he's going up against James Washington, the guy that scored. Deontay Johnson, I think he can run clearly. Like they, The Juju's our slowest guy. They got speed. I mean, Vance McDonald, for example, who was nowhere to be found today. Remember what he hung his hat on? He ran like four five zero. Right. They, they have team speed. Remind, that, reminded Brett's me a lot a really of Dick Butkus, John. Was that bulky or Harbaugh? That was Harbaugh, and that's why he gave him eighty nine. No, it was it was Ditka. Oh yeah, sorry, duh. But it was Ditka. It was yeah. D- but it was it Harbaugh. Was Ditka. 
It was hard. Yeah, hard ball. Not Buckus. He well, he well, he might have called him Buckus too. He he hyped no, he, him up pretty good. <laughs> um, dude, Kittle. Remember we were like, ah, no, Kittle didn't score a touchdown today. He still just impacts the game so much. Even when we felt he's, like he's he's a star. He's, you know what? You know what? I, I'm starting to love one of the things about a Kyle offense too is like there are just so many guys who make a play or two or three, and you feel like they made a ton of plays. Like use check today. Three catches, three targets. But it felt like you felt him more. Debo, three catches. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's one catch was big. It's just like every – you know how many – like, let me look at this. How about this? Okay, so this is why it feels that way. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys that had a catch of 12 yards or longer. Four guys that had a catch of 20 yards or longer. So they just well, – I- they, they, they dial up, air quotes here, like biggish plays for multiple players. Yeah. He he's a big like uh, if this was basketball he'd be ten deep right and he relies on everyone. I also think why you think that and it's because it's true is because it's not just the passing game the running game. He had two guys. Breda had fourteen for sixty eight. Mozart twelve for seventy nine. But they don't even get the goal line carries. He the other two guy the other uh, Wilson Junior gets the goal line carries has two touchdowns. So you're like, well, the other guys are doing the heavy lifting because those two guys are good. Like Raheem's a baller. I I, I love him in the open field because he can fly. Breda just has a natural feel for making guys miss, cutting. He's just an elusive running back. But when you have, whether it was was Kyle hesitant because they had both given the, up the ball. Had they both given up the ball or just Mozart fumbled? I can't even remember no, now. Uh, Breda, Breda. Breda did not have a fumble. Yeah, he didn't have a fumble. But maybe just Kyle clearly feels comfortable with this guy being maybe a power back at the goal line. Because he's done now two weeks in a row, giving this guy carries. And as someone that's playing the other guys in fantasy, like, Kyle, that's kind of pissing me off. Like, can you can you let us know that this is your goal line back? And that's something, that, as a newbie fantasy guy, you got to start riding the trend. You go, okay, well, these this guy is going to get their goal line carries. It just I'm two weeks too late, and now now everyone's gonna know that you know the information's out. That's right. the shitty part about fantasy. That's yeah. what pisses me off. And I'll say this just as it relates to Jimmy, I think it does take a smart, a good quarterback, a smart quarterback to be able to play that way, where it's not, oh, he's got, he feels really comfortable with one guy. He fe- he clearly feels really comfortable with everybody. I mean, spreading the ball. Well, around. You, you, when you watch Kyle's offense when it starts working, you realize when he's had really good players why they kick the shit out of people, right? Like Houston Texans in his prime with Kubiak, they had Schaub, who was just a robot, but they had Arian Foster and they had Andre Johnson, and they were just dominant. They were the number one running team, and Andre Johnson was like a top three receiver. When he went to Atlanta and he had sweet players, they had the number one offense in the league. Like, so if you do, like, with this offense, it's like Phil, like, the triangle works, but you give me Michael or Kobe, watch out. You give me sweet guys in this offense, like, you give me Kittle. Imagine if I had Saquon Barkley and Julio Jones. It'd be it'd be over it would be unstoppable. If anything, the league should be happy that the Niners don't have that good of players because this offense is proven when he gets like elite guys. Now elite guys are hard to get. It's you can't be covered. Even look at the the Rams, for example. Like now that Gurley's out, they're still really good, but they're a little shell of himself. Remember when Gurley, like Pete Gurley, was like, What are you gonna do? How are you stopping these guys? It's like Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, uh, you know, they just have all these guys. Oh, then, oh, we'll throw to Higby a couple times. Oh, but we got this guy, Todd Gurley, boom, boom, bang, boom, touchdown. 
It's not even fair. Because that's the one thing, like the McVeighs and Shanahan's. Yeah, you bring up a great point. I didn't even think about it. They are they're br- big on spread the wealth. They like spread. Like some coaches aren't. Some coaches just ride their horses. I, I'm personally more of a ride my ride the horse guy. Like I, I would throw to Julio twenty times a game. I'm not a big spread. The yeah, wealth. but you have to have Julio. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like I, I think if you went back and look at Kyle, like I. They were spreading the ball around, even with Julio. Well, you know, now this is not not to go college on you here, but um, LaVisca How Chenault. How good is just Julio, though? Well, I mean, he's fantastic. <laughs> I just remember last week when I called the Colorado game, you know, LaVisca Chenault, really good player, probably a first-round – I mean, he is a first-round pick, maybe a top-ten pick. What's really his knock? Is he not that fast? Yeah, I mean, he's not – right, he's not. But he does everything else well. Catches I did text someone – a Niner scout, and I asked, what do you think his 40 is? And they responded, they thought he'd get in the 4 fours, like high 4 fours. I didn't see that I don't think he's slow. I don't know that he would. To fall. me, he feels like four, five, six guy or something. You I, know? I just think his thing is that he does everything well. He blocks. You can run him. You can run him. You can hit him with screens. He runs every route in the route tree, they say. Do, doesn't he look like Sammy tree. Watkins in his movements? Maybe it's the dreads, too, but just well, kind the of The Air Force movements. coach compared him to Andre Johnson. He coached Andre Johnson. I was like, I, I don't think he's as tall as Andre, even though he might Wasn't list Andre like almost six three. Big. Andre was huge, but he's pretty thick. Like he's super thick. But anyway, here's the point. Mel Tucker told me when I met Lavisca Chenault last year, right after I got the job, he was in a walking boot and in a sling. And I turned on the tape and I realized why. Like we just gotta, you can't, we can't give him the ball on every play. I get why you do it because he's so good and you can do so many things with him. He was in a walking boot and a and sling. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, let's go check the tape. He's like, all right, well, you run them on fly sweeps, you put them in the wildcat, you run them on bubble screens, you hit them down the field, you hit them on slants, you hit them on crosses, you hit them on outs, you hit them on everything. You have them blocking. You just, he does it all. So they, maybe that's did, part. Did LaVisca just have a big game? I know they won. You uh, see that Mel Tucker coached the game in shorts? I did not see that Mel coached, he coached the, game the game in shorts. In shorts. I mean, they, the Colorado won. Yeah, they were up 14 nothing. ASU came back, tied the game, and Colorado had to win it late. Well, to me, LaVisca, the Niners are going to be in the mix for a guy like that. They're, they're going to need, unless Pettis can just take off, which we'll see. But to me, they just need kind of like a blue chip, a guy you can ride beside Kittle. Because there is, you do feel the pressure on Kittle. Like, because what were you thinking at the end of the game? Like, well, I'd double 85 here, and even if I'm Jimmy, I might force him 85 right, the ball. Right, right. You know, and that's how you feel. That's what... Even when you have Gronkowski, it helps so much, right, when you got Edelman and James White. So you got, like, three options. Like, I didn't really feel like – I kept thinking to myself, like, what are the Niners' options here? That's what I kind of got nervous at once they got in the end zone in the sense – or, I mean, the red zone. Like, what are they going to do besides just run the ball? I Which, just but I actually felt pretty good if they had run the ball. Me too. That's why I was thinking just keep hammering it, hammering it, hammering it, hammering it. Because when you get into a must-pass situation, at the end of the day – in the NFL and in college, for the most part, you are going to your best guy because you're going to lose, you know, or win riding your top guy. Well, who is the Niners' top guy? I mean, it is Kittle, but some place Kittle's got the block, and it's the easiest guy to double team. Right, is the tight end because you have a linebacker over him and a safety can sit there. Where it's really kind of hard to double team wide receivers because they're at the end of the deal. What are you going to put two corners out there? It's easy to say, we'll just double them. Well, how? You're going to shade a safety? Then the middle of the field's wide open if you're at the five-yard line. 
it's easy to double receivers when you're in the middle of the field, but once you get down to the red zone, it's actually much easier to double team the guy in the middle of the field, the tight end. It's actually much harder to double the, the, the outside wide receivers, especially when you run like little sweet crossing patterns or the quick outs or ins. Just it just happens so fast. It's you can't double something that's a one second, you know, the ball is released. Unless you legitimately put just two guys outside on the on a wide receiver. Now the Niners don't have players that you'd even have to think about doing that for, right? Like you would never double one of their wide receivers. At the at this point in time. Maybe Debo one day. Yeah, hopefully. Debo's uh, a pretty good player. Yeah, yeah. Big Debo guy. Big Debo guys. Like to me, to me, Debo would be sweet with like uh, Lavishka, uh, Jerry Judy, uh, same, you know, uh, a legitimate number one. It, hell, a Devonte Adams, just like uh, like a top ten wide, a Thielen. He just needs another guy, and they, I just like Kendrick Bourne ain't that guy. Uh, Dante, because you can't count him out yet. No, I mean, I, look, you make plays like this, you're a complimentary player. But when I, you make plays like this, you also get you get just more run. Right. Right. That's you know. And he clearly has been getting more run. The fact that he was on the field there. He caught a ball earlier in the game too on a quick screen where he just got demolished. Yeah, he's. I I think it's more too out of just necessity. Like who else are we gonna play, guy? Like what what are we? Jerry Rice ain't walking through the door. Terrell Owens I know got retired. He ain't walking through the door even but, though he wants to. <laughs> Both of them want to. Jerry well, caught Jerry the, Moore. I, you know, one thing, the play that the Niners, the Niners had that third down and there ended up being the holding on Mark Barron, right, with about two minutes left in the red zone and that would that gave him a first down. But Jimmy I, I, made it. I, I hate that call, by the way. I just hate the holding. That is just, you're such a, so what are the defenders supposed to do? They, they call that all in football. I know, that one I felt like he kind of wrapped on him, though. No, I know. I just, but, but here's I the, feel unfair for the defenders. But Jimmy Not made here. an incredible play on that just to get out of the pocket. And then he throws the – it was the Pettis coming back. And I haven't – se- That was the Romo play. And I haven't se- – yeah, that's the play you were talking – I have not seen yet. Like, should Pettis have caught the ball or did the DB get a hand in? It looked like the ball was kind of low. It was going to be a really, really Ma- yeah, hard catch. Yeah, I don't know. But – I thought it was a touchdown and I thought it was incredible for a split second. I thought that was like the Jimmy Garoppolo defining play of his life. Like, whoa! Well, if it had been a touchdown, it would have been. How many times did you felt think like because you thought he was sacked twice above replacement throw of his career? Well, he did multiple three sixties inside the pocket to get to escape sack. After he like pulled his leg out of like a bear trap. <laughs> I wonder what the feeling is like being a defensive lineman in the NFL and you holding on to a guy's shoe or foot or even his ankle. And having it just go through your grasp. Well, you know, because you clearly the line of being able to hold on and him being able to break out is pretty thin. Did you see the deflected like, like uh, swing screen pass to Hardman in the Chiefs game early in the game? Yeah. That it gets deflected, it hits him, and then it pops in the air and then he catches it, and then he stops and goes all the way back. And there's like, he runs by like eight defensive players going across the field and Mahomes is out in front. Well, he was going to block for a And second. then Mahomes slides. It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I've never seen that before. But that play, like, same deal. Like, you got it. Like, somebody had Hardman dead to rights in the backfield. And then he's just gone. That guy's decent. <laughs> well, I think you I said mean, it last week. Like, you, what happens? You get on the Chiefs and you add five-tenths of a second to your 40 time? Like, how does that work? But, 
Well, here's the reality. That guy did run a four three five to begin with, so he looks even faster in that uni. Like, where, where's everyone else drafting this guy? You know, to me, there's no chance. Like, that's a good example of a guy. Guy, he had, well, I guess, he, he only had two catches, but he had 97 yards and a touchdown. But he just looks so sweet on their team. He's just hauling ass. If I told you that guy was a Buffalo Bill or hell, even like a Niner, do you think he'd be making plays? Doesn't feel like it, right? <laughs> You know, I'm, but we're starting to get to the point where it's like, eh, if he was a Niner, maybe he would be making plays. No, not, Niners bad, bad example. But just like the uh, Jets, you know, or the Titans, he would just be like, what? what oh, that third round pick, yeah, it's not any good. He can, could run in college. To That's your, what he'd be. To your point too, and you said it early. I'll, I'll finish my thought on Jimmy here. Now they got a week off before they host Monday Night Football. So now you got extra time to prepare. Go into the lab. You feel like he's. I feel like he's more confident today than he was watching him week one, certainly going into week one. Um, and uh, they got a real opportunity. Now it's like 4-0. But to me, it's not just about the numbers. Now it's like, can they put something together on prime, in prime time that just looks really impressive? Can it all come together week four? Where we're not just talking about, well, you're 3-0 the math, but you, 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 know, you still were kind of sloppy. Can they really look like a playoff team in two weeks? Yeah, because really in two of the three games, they've been pretty sloppy, right? It's just been like, God, jumping off sides. You got Juszczyk telling people where to line up. Juszczyk was doing it again today. I know. You just just like, God, these guys practice? (laughs) But clearly once they get in the right spot, shit works. And maybe, you know, I mean, it's Might be that there's a lot going on, right? Matt Matt Ryan once said, I mean, this offense is fucking... It's like Chinese to most people. He's I, Matt Ryan's probably one of the smarter guys in the league, and it was it took him a year. So some of these guys, like Richie James, like what the hell are you guys talking about? You said eight million words. I don't, I don't even know what to do. Uzcheck's like, yeah, I went to Harvard. Uzcheck probably remembered it like a weekend. And Richie's like, I did everything right except where I lined up. I knew the rest of it. Know. You see me on kick returns when I don't have to learn shit. I just run. I was just making plays. I kind of like Richie James. Yeah. That yeah, I, I think they need to get in the lab and just get. Like, everyone on the same page for everything. Because they are... I think they've won two games, the first game and this game, on kind of talent. Like, they were just a little more talented. Like, you see their defensive line is elite. I mean, fucking Richard Sherman's lighting guys up. Fred Warner and, I mean, Quan Alexander just make every open field tackle. They don't miss many tackles, guy, Mm-mm. beside the one play when Juju... I don't, who was covering him? Was that 24? Was that Williams on that play? When he just got smoked. That, but that happens. To me, then, it was no. just a perfect angle. It, it was just, that shit happens. I mean, it, once a week, you see that play, right? The guy crossed the middle. The initial defender that's trailing falls. The other defender's chasing his guy. And then by the time he looks, the guy's able to block him. It was just a freak deal. They, they had a sweet, like, view of it when they came back from break a little later, of like the 360 view. It was a sweet play. I mean, it was, it was awesome. But I, I, I do think they've just kind of out-talented people. Like, Juszczyk and, and Kittle. Like, those guys are big-time players. And the reason they're running the ball down people's throats is because those guys, as much as the offensive line. So, you got five offensive linemen. And here's the thing. Like, their rookie left tackle, who, you know, had a good day because we really didn't talk about him that much in a bad way. He had the one penalty. And then the next play where he had, like, a crackback block. And they called it on him. It was kind of was like, you're going to call that. But... The reason they're able to run the ball down people's throats is because they have seven blockers, guy. They have five offensive linemen. Even if you're a rookie, it's much easier to run block than it is pass block. Well, then you got Kittle, who's just road grading, and you got Uzcheck, who's like a who's like a Hummer running into people. So even if Uzcheck, 
doesn't like hold on to a block. The contact that he that he makes with a guy is just throwing people off. That's why you're able to see like Breda kind of stop and start. Because even if he doesn't, you know, move your feet, hold your contact. Like that's not realistic. But he's just creating these collisions. So the body's going to go left or right. And then he's able to pick a hole and get five, six, seven yards with ease. Their, their run game is really fun to watch. And you realize why, you know, in the history of this offense, why the Shanahans are known as the run game gurus, right? Shit works. Shit works. They, they had 40 carries a day for 170 yards. Like, you consistently run for 150-plus yards every week in the league. You're in pretty good shape. Like, there's a big difference of the the Steelers had no run game really today. They ran for 80 yards. I'd be interested, like, of all the guys that we say are just in the, like, creative offensive mind. You know, just one game. But they that's that's eight more rush attempts than they had pass attempts. In like a game where you're not just salting away the clock, right? In like don't don't that, you think that's really an underrated part about Kyle when you just look at all the innovative offensive guys? Yeah. They're usually pass heavy. Yeah, but I think it's two parts, and you've said both parts. It's not just they're willing to do it; it's that they part of the reason they're willing to do it is because they do it so well. Um, but they've run the ball twenty-one more times than they've thrown the ball this year. Yeah. I also think uh, actually one, it doesn't count today. So what I say, he had eight more, eight more passes today, or eight more runs yeah, today. Yeah, they, they had yeah eight more runs today. So they've so actually they've run the ball on average seven more times per game over the course of the three games. I, I like I would say though, like the, the defining play and just plays and philosophy of this offense. Oh no, is I'm sorry, almost run. Oh, sorry, John. I you said you're right, twenty eight, not twenty one. So it's not seven. It's almost it's almost ten. Yeah. On average. Like, to me, the defining, like, the one thing that, like, Sean Payton and Andy Reid do a really good job of is screen passes. That's not, like, Kyle runs some screens, but it's not, like, the defining attribute when people think Andy Reid's off, he's the best screen caller, like, ever. He just, his timing on him is just fucking impeccable. And Sean Payton is really good, really kind of ahead of his time, when you think back, of throwing the ball to running backs. Like, Alvin Kamara is, like, his best player because he throws it to him all the time. Remember, he got Reggie Bush back in the day. Check out Reggie Bush's number. He was catching the ball 60, 70 times a year as the starting running back, which was not normal back then. So I, I just think that's just the defining part of this offense, and they it just bred into him from his dad. You know, I, I don't think Shanahan's deserve credit because they've created this kind of group of guys that I, I was watching today, and I know they lost, and I think, yeah, they're 0-3, but I think the guy's pretty good coach is a pretty good offensive play caller is the guy in Cincinnati, Zach Taylor. Mm. Pretty good rhythm to his offense and just, it was impressive. I thought he put up a valiant effort against the uh, no one circles the ragons like the Buffalo Bills who are 3-0 and also. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.